Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for leading us, um, Sister Catherine. Thank you so much for that very, very wonderful prayer. Um, I have a cold, so in case I start coughing or you're hearing me speaking through my nose, kindly excuse that, but I am so glad to be here. I have a brief testimony before I start. Um, I've had a very, very hectic week. Um, uh, the week started off when I wasn't feeling well, but I want to thank God that as of this moment, when I am delivering his word, he has given me good health and I am strong enough to speak. I don't take it for granted. <clears throat> and I thank him for this opportunity. So let's bow our heads and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for this moment. It's not by might nor by power, but by your spirit. King of glory, come and take over. Come and speak to us, O oh Lord, and give us <clears throat> the ability to understand and comprehend what you're telling us through your word. I give you glory, I give you honor, for it's in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So today we are going to be learning about dealing with elements of darkness within our lives as um as as Christians, especially, or as people of God. The scripture is Mark chapter 11, verse 25. It was actually Jesus speaking. This scripture comes, um, it is that story where Jesus is walking with the disciples and they see a fig tree and Jesus wanted to eat. He was hungry. If you read the back story. And so Jesus reaches out and there is nothing and Jesus cast it. And then he went to the temple. When he went to the temple <clears throat> and he got there and people were not serious about what they were supposed to do there. So he overturned tables and what. As he's coming back later on with the disciples and um, some, uh, one of them points out and tells him, see, that's a fig tree that you cast yesterday. And he said, it has dried up. The roots have dried up. And Jesus, this is how Jesus was speaking to them in Mark chapter 11, verse 25. And he, he was telling them to have faith and to pray and he said that and when you stand praying if you hold anything against anyone forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive your sin may forgive you your sins <clears throat> this scripture comes at a time that is very timely we are going through the lent period it's a time of repentance it's a time of um letting go of what we think we know letting go of what we have held in our hearts and, you know, giving reverence to God and letting go any manner of idea and uh, something like that. So um, in reference to what I am, I'm, I'm trying to say, that is what we are going to be discussing, basically. Uh, <clears throat> a minute, please. <coughs> <coughs> Okay, um, <clears throat> so that is um, the background, that is the, the brief background of the scripture that we're going to be reading. So we are in a season where we need to be repenting, it's a season where we need to be giving reverence to God, and that is what I am going to be talking about. Now, when Jesus says that when you pray, when he says when you pray, make sure that you have forgiven other people so that your father in heaven may also forgive you. 
one of the things that I pointed out in the scripture was the element of forgiveness, like forgiving other people, the aspect of forgiveness. It helps us to cleanse our hearts, to, to live a pure life, because when we forgive, the Bible is saying that even as our sins are forgiven of God. Kindly open with me Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. The Bible says that for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. This reminds us, <clears throat> in all, it reminds us that um, we are not perfect. The same Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 8, that if we say we do not have sin, then we deceive ourselves and the truth is not within us. So what is it that causes us to be unforgiving? Because there are times when we, someone has hurt you, someone has offended you forever or for such a period of time until you feel like you have let it go. The Bible is calling to let go of the things that are an easy thing. And that is why we have the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us um, in everything that we are called to do. So um, <clears throat> kindly open with me, um, Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Uh, it talks about the parable of the Jesus, and then he asked them that how many times should we forgive? How many times should I um, forgive someone? Is it seven times? And this is when Jesus says... The, um, that the kingdom of heaven is likened <clears throat> to a servant, a master and servant relationship. Because my voice is bad and I keep coughing. But um, I know I've given you the scripture reference so we can just follow as I explain. It is Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. In the king said, you know what, how let you go, I have forgiven you for what you have done. And the person was released. When he went back, that's another said enough to this in the same way the king was kind to him. And the servants of the king noticed his behavior and went back and reported it to the king. Okay, so I was talking about uh, the parable that Jesus um, shared with the disciples on the unforgiving servant. And <clears throat> when you see this parable, when the king found out that the person he had just forgiven was not um, did not have good conduct towards the same person who was in a situation like him. The king was displeased. And remember, as Jesus is explaining this parable, he says the kingdom of heaven is likened to this. So God requires that when he is giving us the good things, like what we have freely received from him, why don't we also freely give it to others? He's calling us, he's calling us every now and again to forgive other people, to let go. And that is how we are able to free our hearts of any kind of baggage or things that we are carrying around so that our hearts are free enough to hear from God and be inspired of his teachings. So I want us to have a moment of reflection. What am I holding against someone 
what is it that um, God is calling me to let go of, to forgive? It may not be easy, like I've said, but the Holy Spirit will take, will take you through. He will carry you through the process of forgiving. Some of you could be your parent that hurt you, your child that has hurt you. It could be your boss. It could be um, a close friend, something. Because at the end of the day, forgiveness is for you. Like you letting go of that thing is for yourself and not for that other person that has offended you. Amen? So, as we are talking about dealing with elements of darkness in the aspect of forgiveness, how does this issue of unforgiveness come about? And this is where I point out, point out these elements of darkness. For me, one of them is pride. Sometimes we feel like we can't forgive because you're so proud. Like, how do I just let go? <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13 says that to fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance. I hate pr pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Still the same Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 11 verse two that when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Sometimes we are unable to forgive. Sometimes we are unable to let go of issues <clears throat> because we are holding them in a way that it, it is just a the pride in our hearts, you know, like that fleshly behavior every human being has that, you know, how do I just let go? Let them first come and apologize. Let them come and do this. You know, you're trying to suggest your own terms. And by the way, we need to learn that when we let go of issues, we somehow allow God to come in and handle the issue himself. So <clears throat> in this season of Lent, in this season of letting go of issues, and, you know, giving reverence to God in humility. May God point us to areas of our lives where we are exhibiting pride and this pride is harming us. Let's take an example of um, some people in the Bible. For example, King Nebuchadnezzar. If you read the book of Daniel chapter 5, verse 20, King Nebuchadnezzar had grown. He had, the Bible says, God had given him, um, God had given him all this importance. Um, as a king, and he took it for granted. <clears throat> the Bible says, Nebuchadnezzar, a great and important and powerful king. Then verse 19 says, because, get, because God made him important, all the, all the people, the nations, all those who spoke every language were very frightened of him. If he wanted someone to die, he would kill that person. If he wanted someone to live, he let that person live. Those who wanted to, those he wanted to promote, he promoted. Those he wanted to be less important, he made less important. But Nebuchadnezzar became too proud. But Nebuchadnezzar became too proud and stubborn, so he was shaken off his royal throne. His glory was taken away. <clears throat> he was forced away from people, and his mind became like that of an animal. He lived with the wild donkeys. He lived with the wild donkeys and was fed grass like an ox and became wet with dew. So we all know that, um, okay, I just read a scripture earlier which says that uh, pride comes, then disgrace comes. Because you see now what Nebuchadnezzar was doing. He took advantage of his position as a king. And because of that pride, he did everything. Remember, previously, he's the one that threw these guys, uh, Daniel, into the lion's den. He's the one that had the furnace hit seven times to have uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego thrown 
in into it so because of his position and the fact that he had you know grown such a huge empire he was so proud and it is that kind of pride that causes us to do things that are sinful it's an element of darkness it's an element of wickedness we can never truly say like the bible says in first john chapter 1 verse 18 verse 8 that we, we don't have sin and therefore we are pure. You know, when you're looking at the face of issue, things, you're thinking, no, I'm not a proud person. But may God open your eyes. Like as you pray, may God help you in this season of your life to understand where exactly am I exhibiting pride? Is it with when I'm talking to my colleagues at work? Is it with when I'm talking to my friends? How I address my parents? For those of you that are, <clears throat> you know, the Bible says, honor your father and mother so that you may live for long but you're not doing it. And because you're exhibiting that kind of pride, you know, um, it, it is not helping you at the end of the day. Let's take an example of people like uh, Joseph. You know how Joseph suffered? His brothers threw him in a pit, then they took him out and they sold him. And you people, after all that suffering, he goes into the palace and Potiphar's wife comes on to him. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. In that moment, he said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? It took humility, like someone who is not, because he was in a place of honor. He was in a, the king had left him there with his wife. And then he or she comes on to him. He's like, no, I will choose not to do this. It takes humility. Even people like Daniel, when he said, I will not eat of the delicacies in the Daniel chapter one, he chose not to eat the things that were being given. It took humility not to eat that food, you know? So may God allow us. And as we go through this season, I know some of you are saying, I'm sick, I cannot fast. But may God give you the grace, you know? And for you to be humble enough to go through the, the fast and it doesn't look like a hunger strike, like you're just going through it. Eh? But the moment we have dealt with pride, we allow God to use us. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18 says, pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before our fall so may god help us because the other forgiveness that we want to do in our lives the people we want to forgive may god also help us to deal with the pride that is causing us not to forgive these people amen so the other thing i want to talk about is repentance so repentance and forgiveness are related because the bible um um the bible uh in, in reference to many scriptures, talks about how we have to repent, yeah? We have to let go of our sin. If you look at where after David did what he had done and he had sinned against God, in Psalm 51, he went and prayed. And it's a prayer that he prayed honestly from his heart. And he said, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgression." Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgression and my sin is always before me. You know, as he's repenting, he's acknowledging that I have done something wrong. I have sinned against you. And, you know, when you acknowledge you're doing away with that pride, you're dealing away with that thing that is in your way, that is trying to, um, that is trying to cause you to sin or that is causing you to have a lot of bitterness, a lot of anger, a lot of unforgiveness, a lot of pride, as we are going to see. <clears throat> um, he continues to pray and he says, against you only, I have sinned and done evil in your sight. 
so that you have proved right, <clears throat> so that you are proved right when you speak unjustified when you judge. Surely I was sinful from birth, sinful from the time my mother con conceived me. So may God help us, you know, in this season of our lives, and not just in Lent, because I keep emphasizing, but even as um, adult Christians, because we are no longer children, may God help us to acknowledge when we are wrong, and also to seek out our lives and, and to be able to <clears throat> repent. Another element of sin, rather another element of darkness that I want to talk about in our lives is anger. I think um, there is no one that can say I can like not be angry. I mean, once in a while, everyone, there's something that triggers you. There's something that makes you angry. When we read properly in the book of 1 Samuel, we encounter a king called Saul. Saul on several occasions entered into covenants. He did things that angered God. He did things that took the presence of God away and God was forced to, to choose another king through Samuel. And that's how we have King David. He gets into situations where he enters into an oath that almost killed his own son. So may God help us in this season of our lives to deal with issues of anger. People can be very provocative. I'm sure if you went to Luzira prison and you asked the people there, like, what are you doing here? You know, what is, how did you get here? They will tell you, it's because I probably punched this person or I beat them up or I, like something provoked you. You're not a bad person, yes, but something provoked you to do what you had to do. <clears throat> and I will speak about repentance again. Um, the Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, that if my people, excuse me, <coughs> if my people who are called by my name <clears throat> will come, turn around and repent of their sin and come to me, I will aim in heaven and heal their land. So that is how we deal with that issue. We deal with these issues of pride, issues of unforgiveness, issues of sin that are attacking our lives every now and again. The truth is we cannot control how other people behave, but we have to learn to deal with ourselves as human beings. The Holy Spirit is here as our helper. He's here to guide us, to show us how to go about different avenues, different issues. Talk to him and tell him, I don't know how to let go of this issue. I have a very provocative employer, you know. They keep on pointing to how much I'm not good at a specific task. And God will give you the grace to deal with it. <clears throat> My voice is really disturbing me, but okay. Another thing I want to talk about on how to deal with these issues is to have faith, to simply believe. The Bible calls us after Christ to simply believe, like believe in Christ, believe in God. As you seek God in this season of your life, come to him and say, dear Lord, I have identified pride. I have identified anger, but I want to deal with it. I am unforgiving of sister so-and-so. Believe in God and ask him to help you. <clears throat> because the same Bible tells us in Romans chapter 14, verse 23, that whatever is not done with faith is sin. That job that you're applying for and you're not believing, you're sinning against God because you're not believing. And it's an element of wickedness because now you're going to seek for your own avenue, your own way 
to get into this job. You're going to try and bribe someone. You're going to try, you're going to be discouraged. You're going to be worried about X, Y, and Z. So let's come to God. And as I conclude, I want to call us, I want to call upon all of us to do a reflection as we bow down our heads, close our eyes in prayer. What is that issue that I need to let go of, number one? What am I not letting go? Who is that person I'm holding in? You may not think about it closely, but as you go on in your life and say, you know what, you need to let go of what your mom did to you in 2019, of that person that abused you, that person that took your money, like let it go because when you let go, you're allowed to feel the anger that is coming with it, the bitterness, the pride that is coming with the fact that you see this person is trying to pull you down. So you're also trying to put them down. A good, <clears throat> good reflection of what is in your life so that you are able to let go and forgive those people. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word. The entrance of your word brings light. Thank you for speaking to us in such a timely manner, oh God. You have spoken to us about unforgiveness, these elements of darkness, unforgiveness, pride, anger, not seeking you in faith. King of glory, we are only human. Pray that you forgive us. But we come before you asking that your Holy Spirit will speak to us, will show us how to deal with these issues, oh God. <coughs> As individuals, oh God, point us to those issues that you want us to deal with in this aspect. I thank you, oh God. I give you glory. I give you honor for it's in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Catherine, over to you. Amen and amen. Thank you, Sister Gloria. We bless the name of the Lord for using you. Let us pray, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for this evening. Thank you for the evening tea in form of the word that you have given us, O oh Lord, my master. You know, you have spoken to you have spoken to each one of us at individual level. Each person has picked. Father, we bless your name for your child, Gloria Mutesi. She is not well. And your word tells me in Psalms 103, verse 3, that you forgive all sins and all, and heal all diseases. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, I speak healing and deliverance upon my, my sister, Gloria Mutesi, in Jesus' name. Let her father receive her healing. I come against the spirit that is operating behind that through and cough, I come against you still through the blood of the lamp in Jesus' mighty name. I tear you down, I destroy every filth hand behind that sickness in Jesus' name. I speak good health upon you in Jesus' name. Let the blood of the lamp fresh out whatever is not of the Lord in your lungs, in your breathing system in Jesus' name, and your entire body. I speak speak wellness to your health in Jesus' name, physically and spiritually. Father, your child has uh, been used, Lord. Refill her, oh Lord, my master. Refill her, refill her, use her more and more. Protect her family, protect her, uh, all that belongs to her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
the Lord has used our sister to tackle this topic of dealing with dark elements within our life. And uh, she has uh, pointed out um, points like it is the time for repentance. We are in Lent season. I'm recapping for those who have not been able to log in, even we still have some few more, min more minutes. Uh, we need to let go of any idea that is not of the Lord. It is a season of reverence. Jesus commands us to forgive each other. That's why the point, the the scripture for reference today was talking about forgiveness. Indeed, he says we should forgive 77 times, seven times, seven times, 77 times. So we need to forgive one another and forgiveness helps to cleanse our hearts. She made reference to Matthew chapter 14, how we need to forgive each other. When we forgive, you let go of pain, you become free. Uh, she made reference to Matthew 18, 21, about the unforgiving servant, how that unforgiving servant should, uh, should be punished. And because uh, we are supposed to forgive, like how our father forgives us. Our Father in heaven freely gave us Jesus Christ to come and die for us, even yet when we are still sinners. Therefore, we should forgive others without any condition, without waiting for them to be the ones to come to us. But we should just pray for the grace to forgive those who have hurt us, those whom we think shouldn't have hurt us. It could be a spouse, it could be a child, it could be a colleague, it could be the person you least expect to hurt you. Pray for the grace to forgive without any condition. And she talked of uh, the issues that may fail us to forgive, and that is pride, and pride leads to disgrace. Uh, she uh, made reference to Daniel 5, 18, 20, where King Nebuchadnezzar uh, God blessed him and he took it upon himself. I'm hardworking. I am the best. I'm the strongest in the nation. In the, I am the giant in warfare like Americans, you know. But God humbled him. So pride brings disgrace. Then uh, she also said humility comes with wisdom. We saw she made reference to Joseph in uh, Potiphar's uh, house how he humbled himself and even refused to sleep with uh, the, the wife of Potiphar despite all the temptation. He decided to run away because of humility. He never wanted to put his God to shame. Uh, she made reference to, to anger. Anger also causes, fails us to forgive um, she made uh, th this one, she referred to first Samuel where Saul did many acts that angered God. And then she brought out uh, repentance. When we repent and turn away from our wicked ways, God is able to forgive us. So we need to believe in God to help us overcome all issues that we think we are not able to handle on our, by ourselves. But when we pray fast and ask the Lord for the grace 
to forgive, to let go, it will happen. She challenged us to think about the issues that, could, that we are failing to let go. What are those issues? Think, make a, ref make a good reflection of what could be a black spot before your father in heaven. Therefore, with that, let us come to the throne of mercy, the fountain of mercy, the fountain of grace to help us overcome anger and bitterness, the fountain of grace to help us overcome every dark element in our lives. As David did in uh, Psalms 51, she also made that reference to David in Psalms 51. Let us count him this evening with brokenness after knowing that dark element in your life. Could it be your wife? Could it be your colleague? Could it be your father? Could it be that relative that spoke a word at, that hurt you? Could it be identity crisis? What is it? Ask the Lord at this time to give you the grace overcome. Some of us are struggling with anger and bitterness, and we do not know why. Some of us have never known joy from the bottom of our hearts because of unforgiveness, because of that dark, dark element that has covered us. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, we continue to say thank you for reminding us, King of Kings, that without forgiveness, we won't be able to cross over to your bronze home, O Lord, my master. We come to you this evening, Father, repenting. We bring repentance. We prayed for mercy. We, we approach the throne of grace where the fountain flows without ceasing. The grace to help us overcome. The grace to help us forgive the unforgivables, O oh Lord. Father, you came to forgive the unforgivables, O oh Lord. Those who have hurt us and we feel our souls were cut in between. Father, in Jesus' name, this evening, help us to forgive. Help us to forgive our brothers. Help us to forgive our colleagues. Help us to forgive those we have judged, those we have condemned, those we have buried, those we ha yet we are Christians. But we feel we cannot talk to someone, so you can't raise a call to call someone because of something. Father, this evening, I pray that let your light, King of glory, flash in our brains, in our soul, in the inner inners, oh Lord, to show us any dark spot, King of glory, that has become a dark element in our lives, Lord. You helped David, the King of glory, to realize that he had fallen, oh Lord. He fell before you. If you had not helped him, Father, David would never have, to know, have known that he had committed that murder to that mind, that sin to that magnitude before you, Lord. Father, there are many huge fires before you, Lord, that even because of our eyes being blind and being dark, we are not able to know what we have done and to repent. But this evening, it is our cry. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, may you break our bones, King of glory, crush us, crush us, King of glory. Holy Spirit, our friend, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, you fall afresh on us, King of glory. Fall afresh on us, King of glory. Fall afresh a 
as the children that have listened to this word, that Father, you will break us, King of glory. We have come to the potter's house in, like in Isaiah 18, oh Lord. We have come this evening, Lord. You know where we have gone crooked and broken here in our own way, Lord. But we have come back to the fountain of grace, King of glory, this evening, Lord. Fall afresh on us, Lord. Melt, break us, Lord. Melt us, Lord. Mold us, Lord. Feed us afresh, King of kings. Flash out whatever is not of you in our minds, in our hearts, King of glory. We tap on the throne of grace even this evening to recharge our lives, O Lord. Recharge us, King of kings. Help us to overcome, King of glory, that anger that has failed us to forgive. The pride, Lord, my master. Break each one, O Lord, my master. Break everyone's bone and the wings that have raised and have failed to forgive. Break them in this evening, Lord. In just name that we may be the pot, we may be the vessels you want to be, we want us to be. We may be the broken vessels, Lord, that will glorify your name. Father, how can we be the vessels and that out of us it is dirty water that comes out of us instead of fresh living water that flows out of us. Instead of light, it is darkness, Lord. Father, where there is any darkness in us this evening because of that, that element, so Lord, we have inherited, we have committed our souls. Father, in just name today, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, King of glory. We pray for mighty visitation of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to transform us, oh Lord. Transform us, O oh Lord, my master. Crush the stone hearts, O oh Lord. Crush them, O oh Lord, that you we may live this evening, God, with the heart of meat, O oh Lord, ready to do your will, ready to do your will, ready to do your will. We are in fasting season, Lord. We have given excuses, Lord, because we have trusted our own strength. Our own strength has failed us, Lord. This evening in Jesus' mighty name, help us, Father. Whatever sin is in us, in any kind of unforgiveness that is in us, oh Lord, my master. Father, Absalom afraid to forgive his brother. He ended up killing him. Father, forgive us for failure to forgive. And in the process, though we have not done it physically, we have murdered people. We have murdered people because of failure to forgive, Lord, my master. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for failure to forgive in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We have come to you and brought offerings, yet you look at it as a filthiness, O oh Lord. We have fasted, but you cannot look at us because of unforgiveness, Lord, my master. Unforgiveness has covered our, uh, hides our faces from you, O oh Lord. Help us this evening to overcome any kind of anger, any kind of bitterness, any kind of oh, unforgiveness, Lord, my master, forgive us pride, arrogance, oh Lord, forgive us, King of Kings. To forgive those who hurt us when we were young, when we were growing up, that made that home, that stepmother, that stepfather, that had uh, attended dad, that had attended mom. Forgive us, Abba Father. Forgive us, King of Glory. Any kind of disobedience that the devil is presenting before you, oh Lord, forgive us, Lord. That this evening, Lord, we leave this altar, Lord. 
with the right heart, O oh Lord, with the joy that comes from in, O oh Lord, from within because of forgiveness, Lord, my master. Break the yoke of unforgiveness from our shoulders, O oh Lord. We have carried people on our backs because we have failed to forgive them. Imagine, Father, I'm failing to forgive about five people. How many cages have we carried? Father, we are overloaded. We are overloaded because of unforgiveness. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, today you break the yoke of unforgiveness from our hearts, from our souls, from our shoulders, that we walk with the honor, your yoke, Father, of forgiveness, and we walk free with the joy of salvation, Lord, my master. Father, in Jesus' name. May you walk with the joy of may the bronze that you have crushed to rejoice, O oh Lord, my master. We cry to you that you do not take your Holy Spirit from us this evening, O oh Lord. Every Christianity is our cry, even we repent on behalf of others as a church, as a families, as individuals, Lord. I pray that the grace that may oh, to forgive Father falls afresh on each Christian, O oh Lord, my master, in the church and on us and those who are supposed to, fall, to belong in and faith, Lord. Let the grace to forgive all on each and every person, Lord. Give us your light, O oh Lord, my master, that we walk with your freedom for the growth of your name. Father, as we are departing from here, O oh Lord, we are some are still on the road, others are still in different places, Lord. Let your masses go with us. Then we continue to meditate, O oh Lord. Continue to pray. The Holy Spirit continues to search us inside, deep, 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 deep inside, O oh Lord. As your child was sharing this morning, Father, we are uh, other people have removed, uh, have hurt us with those folks, and we have failed to forgive us. They have grabbed our land, they have taken our jobs. We have a lot of bitterness, Father. I pray that this evening the yoke of unforgiveness is broken and broken completely in Jesus' name. That we leave this place, and by the time we finish the 40 days, Lord, it will be joy. It will be joy. We shall always remember the 40 days, oh Lord, of Easter in 2024. Father, bless each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.